Welcome in to Potty Pod Football. I am Dan. With me, as always, is Andy. And after a short hiatus, because our actual jobs where we have to travel, and uh, we have more of that coming up, mm-hmm. we had a little bit of a gap. But we finally got the Texans head coach. It's D'Amico Ryans. And, Hallelujah. Uh, yeah. It, and the thing that Casario was going to be judged on this year was, A, who's the head coach? Because you can't go four in a row. It, you have to have the one guy going forward. And they got, I think, the best possible candidate for this year. Um, you got D'Amico Ryans, who was drafted in the second round. Uh, he was a captain until they traded him to Philly. But I blame, I think Bill O'Brien was the, the coach at that time. They had a whole bunch of cap issues. Uh, he was amazing in Philly. He was um, He's been amazing wherever he's been. He was amazing in Alabama. And so the fact mm-hmm. that we got him to come back and that he's going to be the coach for six years, on a six-year deal, I think he's the kind of guy that can not only turn things around, but at least have that defense really going. Um, and so we don't have an OC or DC yet. Uh, we kind of have some thoughts on that, but we wanted to go over basically our breakdown of what we think the Texans should do for the offseason with the information we have so far. Obviously, that's going to change with all you know everything yeah. that comes out. Um, well, look, Ryan's gave us some idea of what to expect and what the capabilities are with our head coaching staff now, even regardless of who's under him yet. And then we've got some history now on types of things Casario likes. So, which, which you can't, couldn't really tell based on free agents necessarily, but you could via the draft. So we've got some, we've got some degree of an idea of where this might go to, to build upon. It's not just total wild guesses like it used to be. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So we went through and we did we we're just kind of doing mostly our starters for the depth chart after we've gone through all this stuff and then maybe a few backups. But um, let's get into it. So we've got D'Amico Ryan's as our head coach. There's been talk that it's going to be Bobby Slowick and Mark Han Manuel um, as OC and DC respectively. We're just going to kind of assume that and go on with that and just kind of expect it to be like a zone run scheme similar to what the 49ers run, and then a defense similar as well to what they run as well. So more of a 4-3, but really a lot of cover three. Um, and then, a, I mean, they also are not afraid to, to blitz their minds out. Um, the problem is you're just not going to have the horses that the 49ers did, so you have to do a lot of rebuilding. And that's kind of what we're going with there. So, Andy... I think the first thing, and you and I agreed on a lot of stuff here, is you got to extend Tunsil. He's due a lot of money. You want to keep him. I think this is the last year of his deal, is 2023? I think he's got next year is the last year, technically. I, I need to look again to be sure. But I'm fairly, yeah, no, next year is the last year. But he said that he's ready for an extension. He feels like he's personally made the decision to stay in Houston, you know, which, which was on the, you, know, you can't blame him. He was on the fence last year. He was injured. He didn't like the, the Watson thing, the Easter B of it all, all that stuff. And he was a little disheartened. Then he got to you know know the team and know uh, Houston a little bit more and grew to really love it. And he said he wants an extension this offseason so that he can stay in Houston for the for the rest of his career. He wants a lot of money too, though. <laughs> like He's a number two left tackle in the NFL, and he knows it. Um, but he's worth it. So, you know... If we were to extend him, what we can do is 
he's due 35 million this year, which is fine. That's they, they schedule that on the cap. So it would all uh, hit this year. Next year, we currently have $180 million free in our cap space. <laughs> now, obviously that'll drop by the 49 million we end up spending this year. Uh, you know, so, uh, but still there's plenty of room to extend tonsil and push some of it out to year two or year three. And I think we do it and, and you have to do it. I mean, the one thing we agree on, depending on no matter who it is, is we're bringing in a rookie quarterback. Um, it's happening. It could go anywhere. You know, it could be hooker, who knows, but it's, you're going to have a rookie quarterback and you have the best left tackle or one of the two best left tackles. You have to, you have to resign it. And I'm all for it. Yeah. Yeah. I'm in, I'm in for that too. Um, so yeah, extend Tunsil. He's one of the best left tackles in the league. And if you can push that money out a little bit longer and you know that you've got your, I mean, he's, he's what, 28. I think so. Yeah. yeah. So, so if, you, if you give him a four year deal, not only are you getting one of the best left tackles ever locked up through the length of your rookie contract for your quarterback, you're also freeing up potentially $10 million this year. Yeah. Yeah, you've got him. He's 28. Titus Howard is 26. Um, we'll see what they end up deciding to do with Howard. I think they're going to wait till next you year. You don't pay both. Do what? You don't pay both. Yeah, I don't think they will either. Um, but yeah, you extend Tunsil and then you go from there. Um, next is trade. So Brandon Cooks, you can't do it till after June 1st just because of the way the things the way the money is set, but he's set to get I think like 30 million dollars or something or is it 25, 25 million dollars? 20, 25 yeah. if, if we were to keep him and he's already said flat out I want to be traded. Yeah. Uh after public, the debacle of yeah what happened previously. Yeah. Yeah, and it's, you know, fine. Yeah. <laughs> like he is good. He's still really good. He's, yeah. he's not elite. He's never been elite, but he's been really good. He's been better than people think. And only 29. Uh, so another team. Yeah, he's only 29. If a team is smart and they've got, you know, uh, uh, like a, like an Aaron, uh, if Aaron Rodgers were to stay in Green Bay where you've got Christian Watson working, this would be a great number two to throw in. I feel like Patriots. Uh, on a team I feel like, like this that. would be a great move for the Patriots. You've got the Casario, Belichick kind of pipeline. And I feel. You just need a tried and true guy who's going to come and work. I feel like Brandon Cooks Abs- is perfect there. Absolutely, or even the uh, the Raiders who are are looking to add one of the vet QBs, and they've got uh, Devontae Adams. But supposedly in the Rogers trade, they're talking about throwing in Darren Waller. So get him another receiver. Yeah, uh, to help. I've out. heard they also but, want Bakhtiari to come with Rogers, but that there's so much to guess there because it could also be to the Jets, who could also. I think it was the Jets that wanted Bakhtiari. And the deal, yeah. and so. But the deal is, he's got he'll have two years on the contract, so they'll get him for this year and next year. Um, but he's due a decent amount of money, not a horrible yeah. amount of money, but a decent amount of money. So I don't think that you get elite wide receiver trade market money, but I think you're just a tier down. So I think he'd get a little bit less than Keenan Allen will get because uh, there's rumors he's getting get get traded, and I think he would get. A little less than you'd get from Mike Evans, or and, and much less than the T Higgins. So, uh, so yeah, I think we get about a fourth round pick. I'll be happy. Yeah, um, I'd like more. <laughs> I mean, yeah, but they I'd tried like to more. trade him during the right before the trade deadline, and they didn't get what they thought they were going to. And the thing is, if they 
you want at least a third because that's what you're going to get as a comp pick graded further down the line. You don't want to pay that money. But I think you're right. You may be able to get a third out of somebody. He usually goes for a first. Uh, most people get him for a first. I think we got him for a second. Correct. But and he, and you, you may not get a third for him. You might get a fourth. That's so what I'm thinking. The comp, comp pick formula is if uh, – and what I mean is uh, I'm eminent in the comp pick. You may not get a third because he's still going to be really good and productive, but the, it's actually based on the contract they get. Um, so, so that's a big part of the comp formula. So if he doesn't get paid wide receiver one money, which I don't think he will next year. Yeah. Um, I think he'll get wide receiver two money. Then you get like a fourth or fifth round comp pick. So I, yeah. I think that's why we'd be happy taking the fourth and going. I think, I think this off season that we were, I think Casario was just being smart. People were mad like we screwed up. I think Casario for once, Texans aren't used to someone doing the right thing. And he went, yeah, I'll trade him, but you're going to pay for it. Yeah. You know what I mean? And if you're not willing to pay for it, fine, I'll hold on to him. And he did. And, and that sets a good tone for trades in the future that the time of, of raking uh, the Texans over the coals and trades is gone. O'Brien's gone. We're not doing that anymore. So I liked that he did it. Uh, and it, cause, because it, in future uh, mid-season trades, it kind of bodes well that, like, no, we mean business. We will hold on to them. Yeah. So. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so other trade talks. I, that's kind of where I stop, just because it's so it's so nebulous at this point. You just don't know where they're going to go. You have either trade for Mike Evans, um, Keenan Allen, um, and you think you could do that for a third, maybe. <laughs> or, Mike, T, or T Higgins. Yeah. That, or okay. T Higgins. I, right now, I'm going to tell you that ain't happening, especially not for a third. I don't. No, T- no, hold on. T-, T. Higgins for a third, no, but T. Higgins being traded is very likely right now. Uh, yeah, um, I don't they, know. They, I they've think already they hold said on to him. He may be, they've already said he might be traded. I still can't. think they end up holding on to him. How they have a, they have a cap just like everyone else yeah. like the Yankees. So they've there's a salary cap, and they have to extend three really huge defensive pieces. They have to extend Joe Burrow this offseason. They said they're going to do it. And then Jamar Chase contract's about to come up, and it's going to be a mega Jamar deal. Chase isn't for another two years at least, because they T. Higgins is next, next year. They extend him on the after their third year. You would have year. to give up. You'd have to give up. A, a, the the lowest you could go is giving up your your the second round pick for the Texans. I agree. Yeah, I agree. I totally agree. And, but and I still think they're going to want more. I think you'd have to give up a second, at least yeah, two seconds, because he's going. Someone's going to offer a first for him. That it may happen, so that's why I put three options. Yeah, <laughs> so, I would love yeah, that. I'm not, I'm not, that I'm would not be amazing. Gritty, gritty of, yeah. But you're giving up that you'd have to, you'd have to give up maybe not the 12, but they'd probably ask for the 12 or at least the second I, and a first next year. The Browns first next year. There's no way anyone gives that up considering where he is on the uh, uh, on his contract unless they go ahead and sign him to extension ahead of time. That's what it, yeah. Tech- Technically, isn't really legal, but people do. They it still the do it. They could sign a trade. Yeah. yeah. So yeah, if they pull that, okay. Um, but yeah, I don't. I don't know if that'll happen. But either way, my point is, I I think we trade for our number one receiver because I think this is a weak wide receiver draft. It is, especially um, for I, for the Z. You're you're not going to get yeah. the, the number one guy. Yeah, and and I think so. Casario has a huge history, and he said it out loud. It's not like people are just conspiracy theorying this. He wants especially during this whole rebuild process, a lot of local hometown people on the team and on the staff. Mm-hmm. He, because 
we were hitting that point, as you know, where like the Justin Reeds of the world, the second any decent player got close to uh, contract time, he said, trade me. I want out. Well, I would want out. I want to be here. O'Brien Texans dumpster fire as well. Even Cooks now. But the the point is, uh, his point was, if you have people that want to be here because they're from Texas, they're playing at home, they're from you, they grew up. It's crazy to think about, but these players right now grew up with the Texans. The Texans were existed when they were born. <laughs> like, it's 21 years ago. That's you know gross. what I mean? Yeah. Right? Right? Because we were in college. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and so, uh, so these kids, these people have grown up watching the Texans, their childhood teams, so, for a lot of them. So it makes sense. And Mike Evans is from Galveston. So he'd be a hometown guy. I remember him during the uh, hard knocks when J.J. Watt was calling him about uh, supporting the hurricane relief. Yeah. And he's like, oh, this is Watt on the sideline. He's like, you know, I got to pay. <laughs> 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 and uh, and Watt is uh, is championing D'Amico and all that. The players are getting involved. So I think Mike Evans would want to come back here and get involved in this. And the Bucks are just so cash-strapped, it's ridiculous. Yeah. So, I think they're going to have a fire tank. sale. I think they're going to have a fire yeah. sale and reset because Trask is not the guy. They're not in a position nope. to get a quarterback, and I think they're just going to have to blow it up and start over, and I, including the coach. They probably keep Todd Bowles for another year just to kind of go down with the ship, but I, I agree with you. I, <laughs> I don't – I don't, I don't well, yeah. yeah, I mean, he's he's a good defensive coordinator. He's never been a head coach. This is his second time as a head coach, and he just he, – he's not done well. Um, you know, if Kyle Trask had shown – in preseason or maybe you know when during some blo- you know if there had been some blow up games and Trask was able to come in and and looked like and showed them that oh we've got the franchise QB now uh behind Brady then maybe they wouldn't tear it apart but they didn't so yeah they the way their cap is is right now 60 million over the cap again that only be you know 35 million once Brady officially retires yeah. you know, and, and they take that money away from the cap, but still they got to get a uh, few people. Yeah. The two big trades they can make are Shaq Barrett and Mike Evans, which would each free up $15 million. Uh, and if you do a post June 1st trade, they would relieve 19 million from trading Mike Evans, which is fine because that would mean we would trade a 2024 pick for him. Yeah. So I'd be, I'd be thrilled with that. Uh, take it and run and, and extend them for another couple of years. And, but that's and the thing. Can now you wait got... till June to make that decision? or like Because otherwise no, you're going to so... be going into the season with no – like as no, Nico they... Collins and John Medjugorje. They can make the receiver. trade now. They can make the trade okay. now, but they designate it a post-June 1 cut. So the tra- you, what you can't do is make the trade, designate it post-June 1 cut, but then give them a draft pick from this year. It's pre-June one. You can't yeah. do that. So you can say I'm going to give you a 2024 pick, you know, as part of the deal because basically you're saying this is a theoretical deal. We've agreed to it on terms. We're making it official, and it's like a post-dated check. You uh, they hand it into the NFL. There's no takebacks, and you guys go ahead and process this June 2nd. Yeah, and that and that's what they're doing. So by doing that, it just says that this officially happened after the league year started. And so if there was any signing bonus or any kind of roster bonus money that was due, the old team has to pay that. Yeah. Um, so that's why they do that and why that makes that difference there. So, okay. um, yeah, so they'll make that post-June 1 trade now and then be able to go into the offseason knowing that's happening. I'll be, I'm with you on Mike Evans. Um, T. Higgins I don't think happens. And if they do, I think there's going to be a huge trading like bidding war for it. 
Um, Could be. Yeah. And so I just I, that one just seems so unlikely to me uh, that I just don't want to entertain it. Keenan Allen, I don't want because he is what is he? He is thirty. He's thirty exactly now. Let me see. But also, yeah, he's thirty. He'll be thirty-one next season. It's the injury and history. He, he, yeah, and I just don't. You don't have time for that when you're trying to when you're trying to build back up. Also, I don't know that Mike Evans goes for a third. You might be right that he goes for a third, but I think he could go for a second. No, not with not with a year left and yeah. twenty million. You got to pay. That's like, that's yeah. that's a lot. I mean, you'll get more than you will for Cooks, but you're not going to get that much more. I don't think. And yeah. You know, even if it's a second, I don't hate it if there's a if there's a extension with the trade. Yeah. If there's an extension, I'm okay with the second. If there's not, third's the best you're getting. Yeah. Um, and I think that's pretty reasonable. Fair um, enough. Yeah. Let's go to resign. So you have I, I've just for resigns. There's the Texans have a lot of people that are going to be free agents. Um, Jordan Akins is one, but I'm not big enough. You like him a lot more than I do. Um, I think with Jordan Brevin. It, it, that's uh, Brevin Jordan. Brevin Jordan. I think that's kind of a lateral move. Plus, you get a younger version. Uh, Jordan Aikens. Jake said be... Jordan's never healthy. Yeah, there is that. Yeah, he's been injured I, every single year. Yeah, Jordan Aikens is going to be thirty-one next year. I don't know what he's going to be asking for. I, I don't have a problem resigning him. Um, Desmond King is the one that you and I both agreed on. Uh, he's he's pretty solid for a nickel. You're going to need a nickel. And he's pretty solid, and I think you can get him for a relatively decent price. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Uh, you know, Jared Nakins to me, it's not that I think he's not not every resign, not everybody that you're bringing in has got to be the scene stealer, the yeah. the playmaker, the best in the league. It's just he's he's consistently had solid production. He's a big body. He can block. He can catch. He's He's shockingly nimble for the. He's a monster size wise. I mean, he's like six seven. Here's the thing: six six. But, but here's some of the really other good. free agent tight ends, though. Mike Gesicki, I like him a lot more. Dalton but Schultz. you're going to pay him a fortune. Aikens you think Gesicki will get, get a fortune? Oh, Schultz, yes. I think will. Gesicki and I mean, Gesicki was just franchise tag. Yeah, that's he's, true. Pe- people, people love that guy. Gesicki and. And Schultz are going to get monster contracts. Aiken's going to get two million bucks. I'd bury in Hayden he, Hurst for a couple of years. Still, Tongan for a couple. Years. You could probably pay Tongan for the same that you're going to pay Jordan Aiken. But yeah, here's, Maybe even here's why Hooper. I like Aiken. You may be right, but here's why I like Aiken. Tongan has been mildly productive with Aaron Rodgers. Yeah. Uh, Jordan Aiken's has been actually, if you look at the yardage, more productive than Tongan. With Davis Mills and granted Watson his first year, yeah. but I just I think he already knows the system. He's already here. He's it's a cheap. different system. It, it's it's really depth. It's really going to be about depth, and yeah. it's going to be Jordan and Aikens are cheap tight ends for now. You can't fix the whole team in one off season. Yeah, I just feel like that's not such a need that if I don't can, think we need to get a superstar in there. No, like, I'm, I I'm okay you. waiting till next year for tight end if we I need really to. Really would like Darnell Washington in the draft, but that's not. We we both did mocks, and we'll get to that later. But that yeah, just did yeah, not yeah. fall. But Darnell Washington was my oh man, if we could get that guy. Uh, <laughs> fair enough. Okay. And then you got Ankaroqua. Um, <laughs> yeah, Ankaroqua. Uh, dude, he's been a stud. He's just he's a he's a he's a pass rush specialist. He's not an every down backer. Or, or defensive end, I guess you'd say in the system, but uh, he's been he's been shocking effective, especially the last half of the season. That was the thing is 
it took him a little bit because he we signed him this year. It took him a little bit to get going, and he had I think he got nicked up for like two three games there, like yeah. weeks three through six or something, and then he came back. But his last like seven games, like he was he was lights out. I mean, he was back there disrupting the the quarterback constantly. But I still don't think he makes a lot of money, which is why I have him as a resign. That's fair. Is I think he's quality depth as a. He's probably going to get, you know, six, seven million dollars. He's going to get one of those Malik Collins contracts that's like it's not going to cripple you, but you're getting a solid rotational piece. Yeah. So that's that's what same with Chris Moore. That's my other free agent I had us re-signing is is again, it's this is depth. You've got to yeah. you've got to have 53 men on the roster. It's not about <laughs> the starters only. Right. And I, I feel like these are just good Texans that deserve contracts as good role players the difference is going to be this year they don't need to be starters yeah they're all dollar <laughs> we're going to pay players, them really yeah they're dollar store players but we were forced to start them this year because yeah. we were awful and now they'll be backups with having to do less but get paid get a nice little chunk of change for what they did all right fair enough um let's move to free agency so you and i have some of the same ones so we're both big on ethan potchick from um, it's gotta it happen. Cleveland yeah, as the center. Yeah, yeah, balance, I like yeah. that. There's some good centers in this draft, though. I will say that. I like Joe Tipman later. Um, do what now? There, there are. You're right. Yeah, I mean, Michael Michael Schmitz. Yeah, there's some good centers. Um, but Ethan Pochick is, what, 26? And proven he's, to he's be really good. He's, he's going to be yeah, expensive, he, though. He's going to be really he, expensive. I, I think so, too. I think he's going to be, you know, $11 million a year as a center, which is, like, the third highest center. Yeah. Um, but, but like, we have cap, and we're about to have a rookie con- quarterback. Yeah. You know, uh, contract we're going to have a ton of cap next years. year. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I'm, I'm like, if there's one thing that, like, I want to make sure we got locked down. It's the center in front of the in front of the quarterback. And as much as I, I really think Schmitz is going to go. I think I think he's going to go before thirty three. Yeah, I think yeah, he'll be and I first. and and twelve is way too early. So I just, yeah, I I don't I don't think we'll get Schmitz because of that. And then I think your next best scenario to get a starting. Uh, center is drafting one of them at 33 that's really more of like a late second early third but you can't risk it so we'd get we'd have to reach for one I, i'd rather spend the money and get a vet that we really like see here's the thing is because he's going to be so expensive and there's some decent centers available and in the center in the draft there's some there's a lot of good interior offensive line guys um so i, yeah. I went with the on project that i like him uh, he's probably the lowest on my list of the ones that I would like, um, just because I, I really like some of the other guys for the money. Um, you know, you can get, I'm trying to look. You can get a Garrett Bradbury. I don't want Garrett few- Bradbury. He's been awful. Uh, Kyle I- Fuller would be all right. The thing is, in the way that I drafted, so we've got, um, you've got Tunsil, you've got King and Green, you got Howard. So you got three or five guys are Howard solid. For one year. Howard for one year. Yeah, that's right. Don't worry. I address this later. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Howard for one year. And so you've got um, three of your five offensive linemen. You can have two, um, they call them Jags, just a guys. Um, it'd be nice. It, it, the, yeah. I like a really stout offense and defensive line. I, it, I think it starts from there and you kind of build out. And so it'd be nice if we got Pachik. Um I feel like you can always get pretty good centers in the second and third rounds of the draft. We have two third round picks. Um, 
So I I like Pachik. I would like to get him, but I think he's going to be too expensive. I think for a year we could go with a Connor McGovern or uh, a Feliciano would be okay. Like just a, a, a proven guy, Kyle Fuller, one of those guys, and just kind of go with them. Um, Kyle Fuller was our third center on our depth chart last. Oh, that's ago. right. Yeah, no, I don't want. He's him. he's been here. Yeah, he's not good, man. No, he is it, not good. You're he right. wasn't even our second center. Uh, here, here's I I don't think you're wrong about project being too expensive but what i think we have to look at i think the way you look at our roster is we're in a really unique situation where we're going to have some of our the, the most expensive positions are going to be on rookie contracts so where where we're like 11 million at centers crazy to you know there's only two two teams doing it in the nfl you know i, I don't have any problem with it because it's not expensive like Tunsil's expensive. Tunsil's going to be $22 million. But that's the you know thing. I mean? He's so expensive, and, and edge, we're going to have to save money, and we're going to be without a right and, tackle and next is, year, possibly. Right, and, and edge is $22 million. But a, a bad center, or I'm sorry, a just-a-guy center is $7 million. You know, Ethan Pawczyk's going to be $11 million. We're yeah. talking a $4 million difference. So, yeah, you're overpaying, but you're not overpaying T. Higgins and going from – 14 million a year that he should get to paying him 23 million a year and and going you know nine million over what you probably should which you could do in a lot of positions but we're actually kind of lucky there so i don't know if we're going to overpay a little bit i don't think we're in a weird position where like a linebacker a safety or a center which normally you would try to bargain basement hunt like i don't i think we can pay a couple million more because we have so much cap room next year that you'll be all right yeah. and and i think Kenyon green would be a whole lot better and develop more with a good with a good player on both sides of them for once. Yeah. So I think that could actually help Green's development too. That, so yeah, I get it. Uh, you know, but I just I, I'm so scared about trying to hope there's a center there to draft. Yeah. No, and I'm with you. You want you want uh, if you have a new quarterback coming in, you want him learning with um, a center that's going to be there a while. And I, I'm not going to fight you on this one. Because Don't Tony Romo in. I, I totally yeah. <laughs> I to I understand all the reasoning and everything. It really yeah, comes down yeah, to yeah. how much Pacha goes for. And I think there could be a pretty high yeah. bidding war. Uh let's you move, may be right. Let's move on to the next one. So um linebacker is definitely a need. We got Christian Harris last year. I think he's gonna be really good. Christian Kirksey is kind of a he's a jag. He's just kind of a guy at this point. He's thirty. I like Kirksey. Mm -hmm. Uh I think he'd be great depth. Uh but after that it's, you know, Reeves Maben, Blake Cashman. Uh, those are depth. I, I, I like Garrett Wallow. I thought he was progressing. He w took a step back last year. I actually liked him a lot our, our, uh, his rookie year two years ago. Um, he's been a really great special teams guy. I thought he was going to step up and take over that role. Um, I want Tremaine Edmonds. He's 24 years old. His insurance, his car insurance doesn't go down until the season starts. Um and you're going to have to pay him a boatload of money because he has been awesome. He's gotten better every year, and he's been amazing. But mm -hmm. I think it's worth it. And if you've got uh, D'Amico Ryans, who he likes, uh, you know, a disruptor on the defensive line in the interior, a really, like, basically a him uh, at Mike Linebacker, and then a really strong safety, like, to, and kind of work their way out. I think Tremaine Edmonds, if you can come in and just – back up the Brinks truck that is it he's going to make everything better he's going to make uh your your run game is going to be much improved which it was one of the historically worst 
um, last year, and it, so it was so bad that our passing defense actually looked good because everyone could just run against us, so they didn't even bother passing. <laughs> yeah, no, I mean, you're again, you again, you are not wrong, uh, and I, I, I totally agree with the route you're going on that. Um, I think I, I, I'm, I'm thinking the same thing. So I think D'Amico Ryans has this ability to, to get the most out of his defensive players, but he's very, and, and part of it probably comes from the fact that he was a linebacker and he was an insanely good one. Um, but he's, he's mentioned in press conferences, like the linebackers run that run the defense. Yeah. You know, they, they make, they may, if they can play well enough in coverage and, and running in and helping in the run game as well, then they can allow the front four to be more daring on uh, on rushes and uh, and and uh, allow the secondary to be a little bit more daring as well um, and double cover some people, things like that. Um, so I think he's going to want to revamp this this linebacker core. And the only linebacker that should play in the NFL, like you said, is Harris. I think Harris has all kinds of potential. Agreed. Um, but he's one of three. Yeah. <laughs> so I you and I kind of did it. We flip flopped here from center. So this is where I, I went more of budget is I went after TJ Edwards, um, who is not quite Tremaine Edmonds, but he's few a are. really good. Do what? Few are. Yeah. Yeah. Few are. Yeah. But, uh, TJ Edwards is a really good under the radar linebacker. That's been playing on a team where there's so many elite stud players that he's kind of gone under the radar and and he's just one of they have so many free agents this year. I think they have nine defensive free agents that are starters uh, that they're not going to be able to to resign everybody. And I, I think if we could get T.J. Edwards, that would be where you make that money back. In my in my view, from the center position, is you know you save four million dollars by going with him. But he's he's a he's a gem. I think he's one of those gems to grab. And it's kind of funny he uh, he off season off season trains with T.J. Watt. They were they were uh, uh, teammates in college, yeah. And T.J. Watt just thinks that T.J. Edwards is going to be is emerging to be one of the top linebackers in the NFL next well, he, year. And I'm he like, came out of Wisconsin, uh, yeah. Although much younger than J.J. To T.J. No, T.J. Watt. Oh, okay, T.J. Okay, yeah. So T.J. Watt. Yeah, he and T.J. They've been high on it. Like Philly fans have been really high on him um, as the Mike linebacker. For the Eagles, and yeah, yeah. The, the Eagles are going to have to do a lot of stuff in the off season. Uh, yeah, there's there's so many people they got to keep, and yeah, I think I think he's available to steal, and yeah, I just think he's he's kind of one of those money ball high, low risk high reward players. So yeah, I, I'd jump on him in free agency if I could. Yeah, I'm not against that. I mean, it, if you're gonna if you're gonna go get one big. Because they, they kind of need to make a free agency splash this off season to say, all right, plant our flag, we're here. The, the rebuild, you know, the two years prior were just demolishing the foundation and starting all over. Now we're actually building on what we have. And I think, I like TJ Edwards. Um, I just, man, Tremaine Edmonds is, you know he's unreal. TJ Edwards, he's getting better and could be great. You know Tremaine Edmonds might be one of the best linebackers in the in the NFL. And coming from a team that had... Uh, Fred Warner, man, that would be yeah, that would yeah. be something else. Someone who's as rangy as that. I I now, just keep in mind, mm-hmm. keep in mind, Fred Warner was a third round pick 
that everybody said didn't have the size to be a linebacker. D'Amico Ryans was able to coach him up to play. And he even called out, you know, with Fred Warner's permission, him and his, his opening press conference of like, you want to know my highlights? This is what I did. Everyone told me Fred Warner can't be a linebacker. <laughs> yeah. And, uh, and he's a little bit smaller than Harris, uh, who people were saying the same thing about. So that's, that's why I'm like, oh, I, I feel like we don't have to have the superstar linebacker because I think Ryan's can coach him up a little bit, but, um, but again, I mean, if we got Tremaine Edmonds, I'd be jumping up. And yeah. Down. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not saying I wouldn't be jumping up and down. I'm just kind of like, I, I don't think I've ever been shaped so much as uh, when Namdi Asimov was going through free agency yeah. and everybody was like, oh, my God, we got the best corner in the NFL. And then everybody fought over him over $1 million, higher, 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 higher. And we sneak in there and grab the number two corner in J. Joe without even talking yeah. to Namdi Asimov. And he ends up being one of the best players for the next 10 yeah, years. Yeah, Asimov was even on the steal. team in like two years. I think he was gone yeah. off of the fall, like yeah. that year. And, uh, he fell off a cliff. Yeah, right? Jonathan Joseph played with the team like another eight years or something. Yeah, yeah. That that's where I've like always been like, let someone else chase the number one player at the position, and let's sneak in there and just you know covet that number two guy and steal him. Yeah. Um, the next one is someone you and I both agree on. I think this is this just makes so much sense. But Samson and Bukum, uh, you need edge. They these you need so much edge on this team, and you could get Samson and Bukum from the 49ers who uh, D'Amico Ryans yeah. had, had worked with last year. And and, and he, was, he was pretty productive. He was yeah. in the backfield quite a bit. I think he got six and a half sacks. Tell me if I'm wrong. But He's, he's uh, always the best second edge. Like, you don't want him as yeah, your first yeah. edge, but as the second edge, he's one of the top. Yeah, I mean, like, I'd love a double-digit sack guy, but, like, I'm, I'm okay with Abukum coming in knowing the system, being able to speak the D'Amico Ryan's speak <laughs> and get people in the position and help them get better. Plus, I think we can get him on like a two-year deal, yeah. which to me would be ideal because he's not a superstar, but he's solid. Like you said, he can come in and he can help the team temporarily. And then and then next year, like we can draft an edge with one of our two first-round picks and not feel too crazy. Like we just wasted a bunch of money. The only thing is he's 27. He's going to be looking for that. I don't know if you're going to get him on a two-year deal. He's going to be looking for a four-year because maybe, I, I, maybe you can get As I long mean, as you can get him with rotational money. You know, yeah. because Grenard's a free agent next year, and you're going to let him walk. Let's yep. just face it. Yep. The dude can't can't stay healthy. Yeah. Uh, Jerry Hughes is a, is a free agent next year because he's going to retire. Yeah, he's, uh, he's old. His contract's up. As so, is Mario yeah, Addison. We, yeah, so if we can have Ankaronkwo and, and Mabukum, uh, rotate on one side and draft an edge next year to be the, the oh, stud on the worry, I got yeah, you one this I'm, year. Then I'm solid with it. Yeah. <laughs> um, and then, so you went the Mike Evans, T. Higgins, which is not going to happen, Keenan Allen route, and I went, I mean, it's a really bad, not only is it not a great wide receiver core class, unless you like slots. If you want, if you need like five slot receivers, you can get a ton of them in this draft. You can probably get some on. Uh, some undrafted ones are going to be pretty solid. Uh, but in both free agency and in this draft, it's just weak and wide receiver. So I kind of went with who the best possible one. I like DJ Chark's speed or Jacoby Myers' speed to match with all the others. Uh, to, to, you know, Nico Collins is the the, the go-up-and-get-it guy. Mechie's the slot guy. I, I, I think those guys, you wouldn't have to pay them a ton, and I think they would work well on the outside. Um 
and DJ Chark's a big guy. He can go up and get I it as well. I should say Chark's more of a, a Nico type, but yeah, it's, ah, he's got I don't, speed I don't though. though. Yeah, I don't. I don't hate it. Uh, I just, my only my only issue would be, what do you have to pay them? Being that they're the top two receivers in a weak free agency, that's a good class. point. Yep, like they're gonna they're gonna command way more than they're worth if they're smart. Yeah, I mean if they, I mean they should. They need to they need to know the situation they're in. That hey, it's a weak draft. There's a weak free agency. Like we have all kinds of leverage this year. I'm sure their agents are um, telling so, them that. Yeah, yeah, right. And so that that's the only reason that I didn't want to jump on one of those, and I was willing to trade some draft pick capital next year for a, for a really good, just to make sure we get the receiver we want. Because, yeah, like I'd rather have 80 percent of Keenan Allen than 100 percent of DJ Chark. Yeah, <laughs> you know what I mean. <laughs> but uh, you know that that's all. But yeah, I mean, I, if if we don't get one via trade and we can't make it work out, and other teams beat us, uh, yeah, I think I think Jacoby Myers is the way to go out of out of the free agents right now. Yeah, I'm not. I, yeah, I, I would say him or DJ Turk. I'd be fine with either one. Yeah, I do like the speed of Jacoby Myers. Um, yeah, I don't know. Because Harry has those. some familiarity with him, probably. So uh, being from New England, so he, he might. Be they able picked to him up after. Him. Yeah, I, I mean, maybe, maybe not. Uh, but yeah, and then so you went. He drafted him. Okay, you went with Jimmy Ward as safety, which I would love. Um, this is another San Francisco guy, and he was he within tagged? reason. Was he tagged last no. year? Oh, he might have been. Uh, no, 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 no. This is a contract end. This is the end of the contract. Yeah, but uh, no, that's what I'm saying. Was he tagged in the last year? No, no, okay. I don't think so. Uh, but uh, he's he's getting older. Like he's 29. No, he's so... 31. Or 31, yeah, 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 sorry, 31. I, yeah. I knew he was old. Uh, so, I mean, this absolutely has to be, like, a, a two-year deal. Like, like if he wants more than two years, we're done. And and I think even he would know at this point. Like, I don't think – there's not a lot of safeties that want to play after 33. And he, well, and <laughs> he he's played your body more nickel than safety as well this past year. Well, this year, yeah, and it pissed him off. So, <laughs> uh, he really wanted to go back to safety, and apparently Miko – said he could still play safety um but um but yeah he can swap between safety and nickel and and he but he was really effective he had one of his most productive years ever this year yeah so uh i think nico knows how to use him and if jimmy were smart he probably realizes that the best year he ever had was under D'Amico and might follow him here for that reason and he has posted instagram like you know the eyeballs at D'Amico and texans want safety so he's been posting like yeah he's interested in coming to the texans it's just if he wants too much money, then, you know, we can find a safety elsewhere. Yeah. <laughs> safety is like just one of those spots that for whatever reason, it's so devalued that you're able to find little steals at safety here and there all over the place. And I would love to get a guy that knows D'Amico's system and he's, and he can plug right in. Uh, I just want to make sure we get him at a good deal. Yeah. Um, now we get to the meat and potatoes, uh, the draft. Love meat and potatoes. Yeah, so okay. we didn't we didn't move around on uh, no trades or anything. Obviously, um, with the second yeah. pick, uh, there's talk that the Texans might move up to the to the Bears to get the Better first. Not. I don't know that they will. There's not really there's not a tried and true guy there that I think is worth it. I think you could go. I think Bryce Young might be the first, but honestly, I could see the Colts moving up and grabbing Will Levis if they think the Texans are going to grab him. Um, I think I think they might sneak up and grab Bryce Young. They could. But, uh, uh, I, the Colts. Not, the Colts yeah. have been talking that they love Will Levis like a while. Like it's it's not a very yeah. 
well hidden thing that they really like Will Levis. Kind of depends on the coach too, though, which they still don't have. True. So, I mean, their their new head coach might come in and be like, "God, no! I want a, <laughs> I want a small mobile guy, right? Yeah. I want a huge mobile guy. I want a Lamar. It might be Greg Roman as their OC, and he's like AR fifteen looks a whole lot like Lamar Jackson. Yeah, bring bring me him, you know. So, but I. I'm not going to go too far. Just on the first pick, I'm not going to like stick to my guns here on which quarterback we take. I'm just going to kind of say we take quarterback. Yeah. <laughs> you know, uh, because combine's going to happen, pro days, and everything you and I think about these players is going to change in the next like month. So as far as the quarterbacks, so you know, if we end up with AR-15, if we end up with Will Levis, Bryce Young, I'm okay. I, Believe it or not, the one I really wanted more than anything was Stroud going go about three weeks ago, and now he's like the only one I don't really want. Yeah, yeah, you were you liked him a lot. I just don't. He suffers do, under he pressure. He's a statue. I just don't. I think he'll be fine. Yeah, I think he'll be passer. fine. I just don't think he's a pocket passer, but he's a big, sturdy dude. I think he'll be good on it if he goes to the right team. I think he still has a chance to be one of the best quarterbacks in the draft. I just. You know, it's a big if he goes yeah, to the right team. Not he's not as electric as B. Young, but he's sturdy. Yeah, <laughs> B. Young, uh, Bryce Young just looks like a toothpick. So I, yeah. I'm putting for right now. I put Will Levis just because he's very mobile. He's a good pocket passer, and I think I think he just looks like the kind of guy that D'Amico wants, and the kind of guy that I'm willing to bet a good uh, OC comes in here and says. I can do anything with this guy. I'm going to make him a play action style. Oh, yeah, that was the other thing. D'Amico said he planned. He, he seems he made some comments that he's looking at a Kubiak Shanahan style offense. Yeah, which so is what said, the 49ers want... run now with that zone run. Exactly. He said, I'm, he said, I'm planning for my offense to be high play action, high, you know, run the ball first, Great. set up the play action. Hopefully so, a lot of motion. Yeah, a lot of So, yeah. So I, I really like, yeah. We're going to draft quarterback at two. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, yeah, I'm with you on that one. I think Bryce Young is the is really the only day one ready to go guy. Um, I think all the rest of them are going to need even CJ Stroud are going to need some time. I think CJ Stroud's probably the second most day one ready guy, but I think his ceiling's a lot lower. Um, you went with Will Levis. I just man, and I know Richardson has had issues. Uh, only 53, 54% completion. Uh, for this year, but 2,500 yards, 17 touchdowns, nine interceptions. I mean, I, and then touchdowns, interceptions is not, it's, it's the interceptions are a little bit higher than you want. The problem is he, there wasn't a ton of talent around them other than their, their guard. Uh, but then he rushed for 654 yards and nine touchdowns. He's 6'4, 232 pounds. It's a big boy. Um, he'll be 21 in May. So he's still real young. Uh, I don't think he's ready yeah. to play right off the bat. But I tell you what, after the combine comes back out and some of the pro yeah. days, I think he's going to shoot yeah. up the draft board. And I, yeah, that's it's going to tell a lot. I, I agree. I, normally, I feel like the combine and the pro day don't tell you a whole lot about the quarterbacks outside of what you usually already know going in. But this combine, this draft has four guys that have high upside but definite question marks, mm -hmm. and. I think the pro day and the uh, hopefully they they all throw at the combine. Uh, if we get to see that, we'll get they'll to have really pro see days the where they'll throw as well. Yeah, um, yeah. And I will say they say that accuracy, uh, long ball, not short ball, long ball accuracy uh, is the most improvable trait. Yeah, I'll look at Josh Allen. Yeah, that was one of the big yeah, knocks most on teachable him. Trait. Yeah, yeah. Um, I just think what 
we don't. The problem is with us. We one of the big things from the combine is that the teams get to meet with the players and find out what kind of person they are, which we just don't get. And we find out later when the draft, and it's way off from a lot of mocks, is that's what they find out. Um, yeah. But something that we get to see is what do these guys look like compared to all the other guys? I think Bryce Young's going to come out there and look unbelievably tiny, especially when you look at like the other quarterbacks. Um, Will Levis is 6'3", 232. Hendon Hooker is 6'4", 218. Anthony Richardson, 6'4", 232. C.J. Stroud, 6'3", 215. Bryce Young is listed at 5'11", 194. Maybe <laughs> he's 194 by the time yeah. he gets there, but he's still going to be 5'10". You can't improve that. And then Tanner McGee is 6'6", 228. They're all, it's a lot of big guys. I mean, Jaron Hall's the only other really small one, but he's got he's thicker and has a much better athleticism. So I think... I think Bryce Young could actually drop a little bit in this. I think Richardson could go up. But moving on, yeah, I mean, we Bryce, agree. Bryce Young's Kyler Murray a bit skinnier. And how's that? Which is, that? yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, yeah. Next, um, at the 12th pick, you pick Trenton Simpson um, from Clemson. I think he's going to drop. Far. I, I like Trenton Simpson. Not at 12. Not at all at 12. Especially when there's like a Drew Sanders or, um, oh, um, I'm trying to think. Of, I like DeMarvian Overshone much later. When you talk about D'Amico can, oh, yeah, can get, uh, yeah, like a, a day two pick, yeah, third yeah. or fourth round. But when you talk about D'Amico Ryans can get the most out of his players, I mean, DeMarvian Overshone is a big boy. And he's rangy. And I just think that you could, you're going to be able to get more out of him. Oh, I don't have my linebacker. There it is. I had to find my linebacker, guys. Um, He's 6'4", 217, and can move so fast. Uh, I like Drew Sanders, Noah Sewell. Um, there are other guys out there that I think you get. I just At 12, that's just way too high. I went with the Titans draft before us. I think they're going to go with Paris Johnson because they desperately need a tackle. I don't like Scaranzi as a, as a tackle year one, and I question his ability to play left tackle in the future. But I think he can come in, play guard, um, on the other side of, if we get Pachik, if they get Pachik, they would have Tunsil, King and Green, Pachik, Skaronsi, and Howard. That is yes, that is four first round picks on the offensive line. That is beefy, and they're going to they're going to yeah. knock some people around. And if you've got if you're suffering from not having great wide receivers, then you can have Damian Pierce and then a running back. I'll tell you later, um, working with these guys and be able to push some stuff around. So. I like Skaronsky there. I just don't want him. I don't know if he can be a left tackle. I like him a lot as a right tackle. But either way, he even played some center. Um, and he's played all well. He can play, kind of play every position. I just don't know if he can play tackle the best. But I think he's so I, solid. I like him. I just think that for the exact same reasoning you just said, uh, he probably can't play left tackle. Then 12 is way too early for a can't play left tackle. Uh, yeah. that's, just my, that's just my opinion. Um, and that's why I, 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 I suffered with that too. So I have the same mentality of let's get a solid tackle, play him at guard for this year because AJ can is just, maybe, ugh, he's just yeah. not played well. Maybe Paris Johnson. Um, I think he'll, he could end up playing guard if the, the Tennessee Titans don't take him. I, I just, I kind of would take either sure. one. Yeah. E- either one. I, I just feel like if he's not a left tackle, I don't like a tackle at 12. Yeah. I, 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 I want one later and yeah. develop him because as a right tackle, I feel like you can get a right tackle in the second. Darnell Wright would be good in the um, second. Yeah, Darnell Wright. Yeah, absolutely. And so, so I took I took Trenton because, yes, uh, 
you know, D'Amico can get the most out of players. And I really don't hate the idea of him taking a linebacker a little bit later and developing him. I actually do like that idea. Uh, I just, I think that as we go through combine and, and pro day and all that, I think Trenton Simpson's going to end up shooting up boards even further. And I, tr- I truly think this dude is Micah Parsons. I think he's that good. He's I think he's Micah Parsons level good. And yeah. And I, I just feel like if, if, in my draft and, and off season, I, I wasn't able to fin- uh, to fix the edge yet. I'm going to kind of kick that down the curve a little bit. Abukum and Hughes are going to still start. Then in my draft, uh, I have Trenton Simpson playing, and our linebackers are just elite for the next five years. With Harris Edwards and, and Trenton Simpson, I just think if you can control the middle of the field like D'Amico says he wants to, then, oh, my God, that's like one of the best linebacker cores in the NFL all of a sudden. And – uh, yeah, I just think he's got real. I think he's got Cushing D'Amico level talent. Okay. Um, yeah, I'm not as high on him there, but I, I, there's a lot of other places I'd go other Trenton Simpson just because I like some of the linebackers later. But fair enough. Moving on. Um, at the 33rd overall, I got BJ Ojolari, who I love. I would even, at the 33, I kind of want to know if I could, since we, I think they have. Four six round picks. If I could like do two of those and just move up one spot, just to get back into the first round, so I have that fifth year option on this guy, I would love to get BJ. No, BJ Ojolari with the with LSU. He's a little bit smaller, but this guy was a captain. I think like all all but the first year, and he's got the number. He wears the number eighteen at LSU, which for them is a huge deal. You don't get that. Unless you are um, like the man, like just such a great guy, and they brought him in. He's a little small, six three two forty five, which is for a three for a four three defense is small. But he's got such great leverage, and like he knows how to use his size. And you you we talked about before how Casario wants more local guys, and I love I love B J Ojolari in the second round. And if you like, we we're saying Abukum is that if you've got a really good, he's a really good two. If you've got him and Ojolari on either side, I like that. Yeah. Yeah, no, I, 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 I like that too. I mean, I like the way that works out. I'm basically going in reverse here. Uh, in the third, I end up taking uh, Dewan Jones. Uh, or sorry, in the second. It's our third pick, but it's second round. Mm-hmm. Uh, Dewan Jones. Um, I think he has also the potential to drop into the first, so I'm a little worried about if we'd actually get him here. Uh, in this mock, I was able to. Um, but I think just like you kind of talked about before, I think he can plug in at right guard right away mm-hmm. for a year. And then in my scenario going forward, when Howard's a free agent next season, I think we let him go. Yeah. And mainly because he can't play guard. We've tried. We've he tried, played know, a little bit better guards. at the end of last year, but yeah, for the most part, he's not well, done well. At the end well. of last year, he went back to tackle. That's why he played better. He's a he's a he's a good right tackle, but he yeah but he's a terrible guard. Every time you yeah. move him to guard, he's horrible. Like not just not good, but he's horrible. And so he's a minus guard, but he's a plus right tackle. But the thing is, you're going to pay twenty two million to to Tunsil. Mm-hmm. I, I you can't pay him. And Howard's going to want, and frankly, he deserves uh, a big payday for uh, for a right tackle spot. I just don't think we can do it here. Yeah. So my opinion is, you you let Dewan Jones play right guard for this year and then you kick him to right tackle next year I like after that. Howard's gone yeah. and he's got some position and then he's ready to go. So that's, and then you're using the second rounder 
to, to develop that right tackle, which I think is worth it. And then getting value elsewhere in the first with you. Uh, but, but yeah, I mean, I love Ojolari. So if it, if it turns out that way, I I'm, ain't going to be angry. Yeah. And Dewan Jones <laughs> yeah. is kind of, he's kind of like, um, I, I don't want him at left tackle. Um, I, just because no, he's gigantic. He's an enormous yeah. human being. He's six eight three fifty nine or 360. Yeah. And I like him, but it's, I'm a little nervous just because guys that size, they they are not as quick. So he doesn't have that kick step that you would need for a left tackle. Um, and he's a little tall for guard. I think he'll still be good because he's just so strong. But you usually yeah. don't want your guards much more than like 6'3", 6'4". Um, and, and his hands are quick. Yep. Is, I, don't know, I don't know about his feet. Like I'm not totally sure. But I was reading that, and, and you got to see it. I didn't. But the senior bowl practices... Yeah, they said that Dewan Jones was like the standout on the O line. Yeah, him he and played Cody very Mock. well. Yeah, him and Cody Mock. They were saying, but yeah, but they said he, they said his play in the Senior Bowl week probably put him into the first round. Which you know we'll lose him if that happens. But but at the thirty three, um, someone people are going to drop. I mean, there's every year there's people that yeah, drop in the second. You're like, oh wow, I can't believe that, and they're awesome. I mean, Agreed. D'Amico Ryan's was Agreed. a second rounder. Yeah, he was the def- he was the rookie of the year, despite Mario Williams being our first round pick. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, how about that? Um, so the next one, we both went this with the same position. I like mine way more. Um, so I got Keanu Bitten from Wisconsin, who I love, and he um, he was a huge standout at the Senior Bowl as well. He's um, man, he's he's just such a force. Like he's so strong. And you got, I I like your guy, but not not anywhere near there. I think he's much much later round to 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 get him than I feel like he. I think Jacqueline Roy is going to drop into like the fourth or fifth. I, possibly we'll see. As and, and I'm gonna, I'm kind of watching the, uh, like I said, the combine and pro day for that. There, yeah, there's certain mock draft networks that have this guy going you know, late second every time. And there's some that have them drop into the fourth every time. So yeah. it's kind of a crapshoot. And and to be fair, we, we got past the three or four defensive tackles I would have really liked. Um, but, uh, but yeah, I mean, the, the key is we get a good defensive tackle at this spot. I, I'm, I'm not really that high on exactly who it has to be here. Yeah. Um, but I do think it needs to be at the third, first pick of the third round. We need to solve defensive tackle. Yeah, I'm with you on that one. I just I'm looking at the other defensive linemen there. I like Jalen Carter. Obviously, Jalen Carter, Brian Brissy. I think we'll. I don't. I I have a lot of questions about him, I but I think he'll. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I don't want him, but I think he'll go before that. Siaka is Siaka Ika. I can never say his. Um, Siaka Ika. Yep. He's uh, he doesn't really fit this style. I mean, I like him. He's more of a run guy, and I think. They're gonna want disruptive pass rush in the middle, which is what Keanu Bitten brings in spades. Uh, but I think Siaka goes before. I think Mozzie Smith could go before Jacqueline Roy, Gervin Dexter. If you're just looking for a straight run guy, I think could be and Kalijah Kansi. Was, was he? So oh well, he I can't see. see. I don't think Gervin Dexter is gonna go until like the third or fourth too, just because he just doesn't have the pass rush and he didn't have a great um, 2022 season. And then Kalijah Kansi. Mm-hmm. Um, I I didn't even watch start watching tape on him yet. Because um, I just didn't think much of him, but like Mel Kiper put him at the top, and now like all these people are starting to put him up there. He's undersized though; he's six foot two eighty, comes out of pit. A lot of people are comparing him to Aaron uh, Donald, uh, but they're thinking he might go in the first round. 
And Wait, so Kalijah Cansey out of Pittsburgh. Oh yeah, 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 yeah absolutely. Um, obviously, yeah, if he's there, I take him. Things. But man, I like, I like Keanu Bitten a ton, and uh, so I took oh. him. But we we both kind of similar. We want defensive tackles. We just have different different feelings about yeah, that. Yeah, and, and until until the combine, like I'm in my head, I'm kind. I'm typically like Trent Simpson was was a different story, just because my in my head value of him is so high. Like, I really think he's going to be an absolute game changer. But, um, but typically I'm kind of looking more at the position right now than I am the specific player. I'm learning about the players right now, but I know how much is going to change in combine that, you know, a lot of our, our people are going to go out the window as far as where, what rounds they're really going to be drafted and compared to what they look like right now. So the, the senior bowl was a big step. So we got a lot of information, but like, Cody Mock is one of those that after the senior bowl, they're saying that guy went from six round pick to third round pick. Yeah. But I think he's <laughs> going to have to be a guard for a while too. Cause he kind of got, he got exposed be, a lot yeah. as a tackle in, um, in, in yeah. the, uh, uh, senior bowl. They even played him at, Oh my God, you should have seen in the senior bowl. I think it's the, the American team. And actually I can't remember, but they've got like, it's Darnell Wright, Cody Mock, um, Schmitz, I can't think of his name now, from Minnesota, the center. Oh, Michael Schmitz. Yeah, and then Osiris Torrance, and I forgot who they had at left tackle, but it's like that's an NFL offensive line right Dewan there. Jones? Yeah. yeah. Uh, it wasn't Dewan Jones, I don't he think. He that side. Yeah, it might have been Paris Johnson. I don't remember if he was there, but oh, Dewan, no. Jones is, uh, Dewan Jones is going to be a right tackle. I just don't know. He, he's, yeah, no, for sure. But, yeah. Yeah, um, that's what I'm drafting for is a right tackle. Yeah, no, then that's fine. Yeah, I'm with you on that one. Yeah. He's gigantic. Um, yeah, I just don't know if he's as at, the problem is with the scheme. If they're planning on doing a zone run scheme, I don't know if he's the right guy. He's more of a mauler um, than like with the zone run. Those guys have to be able to move, and I just don't know if he fits in that location. But we'll see. You know, we'll, at the combine, we'll get a better idea for these guys. Um, where did you go with the seventy third pick? Seventy third pick, and again, this is kind of more positional than specific player. But I've got Chris Smith, the free safety from Georgia. Yeah, um, I really like the idea of. Again, I I told you I like Jimmy Ward as the uh, veteran to come in here and play next to Petrie. But we often play with three safeties, and and Jimmy Ward's old. <laughs> so I mean, yeah, I hate to say it, but he's thirty one, so he's ancient. Uh, I'm saying it forty four. Uh, but Chris Smith, I think. I think he's a stud free safety that could develop behind Jimmy Ward and both defensive coordinators that we're talking, actually all three that we're talking to right now are defensive backs coaches that we're talking about moving up and they're defensive back coaches that have had a, a positive uh, uh, success in the NFL developing rookie safeties. So I really like the idea of having a, a, a mid round project safety like this for one of our coaches to coach up and Chris Smith's, could eventually, you know, replace Jimmy Ward and be the number two safety. Yeah, I like Chris Smith. He's a little undersized, 5'11", 195. Um, I, I think that's, for for a later third-round pick, I think that's good value. I don't have any, and we've got to address that. I just, I'll be honest, I have a glaring hole at safety uh, next to Petrie on my depth chart, and we'll kind of get to that later. But um, <laughs> I just, yeah, I just did not address it. But, yeah, I like Chris Smith. That's a good one. Um, I went with. He's the same size as Jalen Petrie, by the way. Okay, fair enough. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um, I went with the Marvian Overshone. I think he is. We kind of talked about him yeah. earlier. He is a freak athlete who's got a ton of traits. I wouldn't even be surprised if he moved up a little bit. 
Um, I just think because Trenton Simpson and Drew Sanders are there, which I like Drew Sanders too, if we could get him. He's from he's from Texas um, and then transferred to Arkansas. Um, I think he's a mid-second. Drew uh, Sanders or Overshone? Yeah, I think he's Drew Sanders. Sanders. I think yeah, he's yeah, I, I agree with you. Um, so I don't think he'll be around. But, man, I would love to see what they could do with Overshone. And then th- this is what then the the linebacking core would be Overshone, Tremaine Edmonds, and Christian Harris. Yeah, that's that is impressive because we're we're Texans fans, so yeah. we we got to see Harris without our our Texans hatred blinders on that everybody <laughs> else had. Harris looks legit. Yeah, uh, I know he didn't get to play much because he was injured for like eight weeks, but he looks legit. So yeah, that him Tremaine Ever- Evans uh, Edmonds, sorry. Uh, are already like a hell of a one-two punch, but yeah, to be able to have D'Amico coach over Shown, that would go a long way. And yeah, that would be a really good trio potentially. Over Shown's just another one of those guys. Again, we said it a hundred times, but combine um, because again, I see him going early second in a lot of mock drafts, and yeah. I see him going late fourth in a lot of mock drafts. Yeah. So there's a lot of he's he's just one of those kind of tweeners that needs to to show show people what he can do in the combine yeah. and, and make sure he's and he's gonna be the guy that has to fit the right type of scheme. So uh but yeah, I, I like the idea of him a lot. I've and that's s- another Texas boy. Yeah, I've also seen Noah Sewell uh drop a ton, which is crazy because like a lot of people yeah. thought he was a first overall last year, but he kinda had a, a quiet season. Um six three, two fifty one out of Oregon. And uh, I mean I feel like I think I would rather take over shown there just for the potential, but like either way, I'm not I'm not crying at if either guy gets picked up. So um, that's where I went there. Um, next, I wanted to address some of the wide receivers. So I would say either of these guys, if they're available, both out of Michigan, well, uh, Ronnie Bell out of Michigan, Jaden Reed out of Michigan State. Um, I knew they were going to be fast, and then after watching the Senior Bowl. Um, not only did they just, I mean, these guys, you wait till the combine, these guys are going to, I, I think they're going to, they could be the fastest um, at the combine. I would say top five um, because they just move. One, uh, Ronnie Bell from Michigan, Jaden Reed from Michigan State. It's a weak wide receiver core. We need, we need guys that are just speed. We've got slot, we've got size. We need pure speed, and I think these guys will, for a fourth-round pick, will work in the wide receiving core, and if nothing else, you've got some really good return guys. Fair enough. Yeah, and you can never have enough return guys, so that's that's a good, uh, yeah, that's, that's a good draft pick. Uh, I ended up getting Steve Avila in the fourth round um, and was ecstatic because in this specific situation, again, you know, I'm I'm bringing in Dewan Jones to play right guard for the year, and then kick over to right tackle once Howard leaves. This would actually allow Avila to to have a year in the NFL, learning and getting some rotational time and some a little bit of practice time, adjusting to the NFL. Uh, and I think he's a solid project for when Dewan Jones kicks to right tackle. Steve Avila could jump right in that right guard spot. Yeah, play some center um, too. So yeah, but and but yeah, but yeah, play some center too. So I I think he can. Uh, he can be a good uh, depth piece this year at center or guard, and then next year be our be a true starter uh, that we get to steal basically in the fourth round. So yeah, yeah, that was my and he and again another Texas guy TCU. So I like that. Yeah, um, for my last pick, it's one of these two guys available. Um, I like 
both of them. So one is another Texas guy. It's Roshan Johnson, who was the backup for um, oh, what's his name? Oh my gosh, I just completely forgot his name. The guy, the running back from University Dijon of Texas. Robinson? That's him. So this is his backup. <laughs> so you never really knew much about him, but he looks really good. Uh, Twenty-two years old. I I think he doesn't turn twenty-three till like later in the year and for a running back that might be a little bit older but he's like he's a good size he's he can move and i think he just got overshadowed by um uh what oh my god i forgot his name again i keep wanting to say bj ojalari (laughs) but that's not it b john robinson Robinson. but 6'2 222 he's a big boy i like him i also if we didn't get him Love me, this guy from Syracuse, Chase Brown. Um, his twin brother played safety for the Illini as well. Um, the Illini were pretty, I mean, they had a good defense because they had Devon Weatherspoon, who I think is the best corner in the draft. Um, his brother, Sidney Brown, I think is his name. And then Chase Brown, who is this guy. There is no fat on this man. He is jacked and he can move. And he's like, you get the same effort every single snap. And I think. You need to have, as we saw, you got to have other guys other than just Damian Pierce. Um, and you certainly don't want Rex Burkhead. So I like Chase Brown coming in as kind of a, you know. Whatever I, do you mean? Yeah, I think with Chase, with this offensive line, Chase Brown and Damian Pierce, and if Richardson ends up being the quarterback, you would just, you would tenderize any defensive lines uh, by the fourth quarter. And so I think that's where you can take over. So I love him. So... I mean, I like what you're doing there uh, with Chase Brown, of course, and then because uh, that's that's who I also drafted in the oh, fifth nice. round. Um, yeah, love that, love that duo of, of him, and I love your uh, your attempt at finding the next Priest Holmes uh, <laughs> <laughs> at running back from UT because because Priest Holmes was also a UT backup running back behind a certain Ricky Williams. Yeah, and Priest Holmes played a total of about ten snaps and was drafted. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> because they knew how good that dude was and had no wear and tear on his body. Comes yeah. in and, and he's unreal. So, yeah. Uh, actually, a very similar story with Damian Pierce. Yeah. Uh, yeah. He didn't have a whole lot of snaps against him, be, is able to come in without a lot of wear and tear and just beast mode. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so, yeah. No, I love Chase Brown there. He's, uh, you know, I've got. there. I've got a lot of scenarios that can play out, you know, with free agency and such where. Um, if it's not Chase Brown, the other guy that I like is a steal with our second, third round pick is Devin A. Chain uh, from AM because I think he and Pierce would also be just a, a sick duo yeah. <laughs> running back. Uh, so I would love to see him, but I'm only willing to grab a running back at the end, second, third round pick if a lot of things go right in free agency. So I don't, yeah, I don't, um, want, I don't want second and th- yeah, there's too many, there's too many other needs uh, at running back. I like a change of pace guy. And I feel like this is actually a pretty good running back class. I feel like you can get some pretty good guys um, later on. Uh, just don't say Deuce Vaughn. I don't, I don't believe anybody about the Deuce Vaughn thing. Yeah, I don't mind him. <laughs> I like Zach Charbonnet out of UCLA, 6'2", 232. Um, take Bigsby's an interesting one. He's got a ton of athleticism, terrible vision. Mm-hmm. Uh, Blake Corum, who would be an interesting change of pace guy. You could also kind of like, if I like, if you're going to use a lot of motion, I'd like that. You could have him go out as wide receiver. He's a little bitty guy, 5'8", 210, uh, but he's quick. Jameer Gibbs, but I think he ends up going in the second round, 5'11", 200. 
Um, I think he's got a lot to do, and Sean Tucker's not too bad. So what do you have? Let's go through the depth chart, starting at quarterback. Yeah. Who yeah. you got? Oh, man, I am excited. So at quarterback, I've got quarterback. Uh, yeah. Gonna, <laughs> it's going to be whoever we draft. In this specific scenario, again, I took Will Levis. Uh, and, and really, it's going to be the best quarterback that has what they believe is a throwing motion they can correct and be a good throwing quarterback. And then, and then, but with the mobility. So really anyone that's Stroud, <laughs> it's yeah. going to be the best quarterback that's not Stroud or taken in, in the first pick. That's so, so funny. You, right lo- now, yeah. you, you were a big Stroud fan too. I'm I know, but I, I just one, well, once D'Amico started preaching that he wants a mobile quarterback specifically, mm-hmm. then I already know Stroud's out. Yeah. So I do like Stroud, and and I think he'd be a good pick for somebody else. I just the Raiders, don't think I that's think what he they would want. Be right with, yeah, they're kind of used yeah. to that. Yeah, and I think Levis or Richardson, uh, and especially Bryce Young, if he were able to fall to two, I think all three of them would be solid quarterbacks in in a, a play action style offense so i'm really happy wherever we go there to be totally honest with you i'll be pumped so yeah, yeah. right now i got will, will let us all right uh then run me down the rest of the list yeah we'll st- just do the offense for now so yeah. i've got will levis a qb i've got damian pearson chase brown at running back yeah um my tight ends would be a little rough they'd be jordan akins and brevin jordan um but i think they're good enough to do the job for mm-hmm. a year uh my receivers would be mike evans uh, Nico Collins and John Mechie. Yeah. Um, and then my, my old line is going to be Tunsil, Green, Ethan Potchick, DeWan Jones, and then Titus Howard, which yeah. I think is going to be, I mean, talk about an ability to develop a quarterback. That, yeah. that is an offense that if you can't excel in this offense, <laughs> I don't know where you're going to excel. So, yeah, yeah I'd, I'd be really excited about that. Yeah, this. you and I both just wanted, really wanted to beef up our offensive lines on this one. And you got Steve Avila as backup, which I, I think is solid backup because he can play guard or center. Um, yeah, and, 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 and it's, you know, not just for the quarterback, but you and I always yell at, at teams that draft a player and then don't put anything around that player. Yeah. <laughs> and if you've got Damian Pierce as your biggest weapon, like, O-line also helps him. Yeah. So, yeah. Oh, I'm with you. Oh, yeah. I love a beefy. I mean, look at the Eagles. Those guys, Howie Roseman always goes deep in the trenches, and it always works out. Um, Yeah, on mine, I've got, again, at quarterback, I've got quarterback. I like Richardson a little bit more than Levis, um, just kind of the potential there. Um, But, yeah, we'll just say quarterback is quarterback. Uh, Running back, I also have Damian Pierce and Brown. Tight end, Brevin Jordan or Akins. Yeah, I didn't really address that too much uh, in the offseason. Wide receiver, DJ Chark, Jacoby Myers, or Mike Evans, whichever they decide to go with that that location. And then, um, of course, they'll have Ronnie Bell or Jaden Reed as backup. Um, And then the... The uh, Nico, of course, is going to be wide receiver two, Mechie at slot. And then my offensive line is Tunsil, King and Green, Pachik, and Skaronsky, uh, and then Howard. And I think Skaronsky takes over at right tackle. thing is, Skaronsky is going to be he's – he's going to be an amazing offensive lineman. I just don't know where. And so yeah, I feel like right. at 12, I don't hate it just because – all right, your left tackle went out. Man, maybe he can play. I mean, that's what he played, and he played. He did. I think he gave up. I don't think he gave up a sack or something this past season. Like he played really well. Um, and then what do you got on defense? And we just we we figure we're going to go with the four three. I mean, there's going to yeah. change and look a lot, you know, different uh, a lot. But we're going to go with the four three. What do you have? 
So yeah, my, my front seven. Uh, I've got Jerry Hughes one more year. He yeah. was he he actually finished like in the top five. <laughs> he had nine sacks last <laughs> yeah. year. Led the Texans. Year, man. Yeah. Yeah. So Jerry Hughes, uh, Jay Quellen, Roy. Yeah. <laughs> or whoever defensive tackle I take at that spot. Uh, Malik Collins and then Samson Abukum. Um, if Jonathan Grenard can beat him out to start the season, great. And if not, I'd be Samson Abukum. Yeah. Yeah, I know. I know. Uh, and then my my linebackers though are Trenton Simpson, uh, Christian Harris, and T.J. Edwards. Yeah, so I love that. I, I could. I actually think seven. on both of our sides, I think Harris ends up moving to the Sam linebacker because um, he's a, he's better as a run stuffer. Um, yeah, and I could see either Edwards or Tremaine Edmonds being the Mike, and then although Trenton Simpson's he's rangy, maybe he plays the will, but yeah, 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 absolutely. Uh, yeah, he's he's extremely good in coverage. So, uh, yeah, and then of course you know uh, my my DBs are going to be the big sting, uh, Jalen Petrie, Jimmy Ward, or Chris Smith, whoever wins out. Uh, Steven Nelson, I think, is very fine at, at yeah. CB too. So I'm yeah. I'm fine there. And then re-signing Desmond King because De- Desmond King, it's funny, uh, he is two years in a row been one of the best nickel corners in the NFL. Yeah, uh, he's just. No one knows him because the rest of the team's bad. <laughs> yeah, but he's very effective in the slot. He just can't play an outside corner, but that's fine. That's not his job. So. Yeah, I have a similar secondary. Yeah, my four three, my front four. I have uh, B.J. Ojolari uh, with Grenard backing him up. Keanu Bitten at defensive tackle with Roy Lopez backing him up. Malik Collins at the other defensive tackle spot, and then at defensive end Abukum uh, with Hughes, and then Onkaronquo um, rotating. Uh, in and out because I love when people rotate their defensive line out and keep them fresh. Uh, linebacker overshone Tremaine Edmonds and Harris. I feel like some of those guys are a little redundant. Um, you, so we'll see which way they go. I don't know who plays the. I mean, I feel like Overshone maybe plays the will just because he's rangy, but I, I don't know. Maybe uh, Tremaine Edmonds you probably want playing Mike. Um, and then the secondary, I have Stingley at cornerback, Petrie at safety. TBD at the other safety position because I could not figure that out. Um, yeah, and I went with <laughs> Nelson and King as the uh, the other cornerback and um, the nickel, um, which I think will work for now just with all the other talent they have on that team. Yeah, yeah, absolutely, man. Yeah, it's uh, and it's and what's important to note is that this isn't a one-year fix. I mean, no, I mean, it, it can't be. It can't be. Uh, so yeah, we're basically swapping third and fourths next year in the trades we looked at um but we'll still have two firsts yep so like in my specific instance uh 2024th my first round picks i'm going edge and then edge <laughs> uh and then i think we're we're there you know i think we can be there with edge and edge and then you know bpa from there on out but uh yeah um, that's that's what i would be thinking going forward yeah i went with wide receiver and secondary uh for 2024 priority yeah um, yeah there you go just because they're a little bit. This is actually a really good cornerback class. I feel like you can get some really good corners later. Um, yeah. So I, I wouldn't be surprised if they end up going that way. Uh, I think Weatherspoon Gonzalez will probably go in the. Joey Porter will go in the first. Um, I could see. Uh, oh, I, I can't think of his name now from Maryland. Deontay Banks going pretty early. Keely Ringo, I think, end up ends up dropping a lot farther than people expect. Makai Gardner, I would get later on. Jalen Jones, maybe later on. He was thought to be like a first or second round pick, and he's really dropped. DJ Turner yeah, of Michigan, yeah, maybe. Clark Phillips, I think, probably goes in the second or third. 
Um, and Jalen Jones an Aggie? Yep, he's an Aggie. Yeah, he's. Yeah, I thought you said he would return to Michigan. Uh, no, Michigan <laughs> is DJ Turner. Oh, okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. But uh, that is everything we have for our Houston Texans special roundup. Uh, we will have more of those throughout the season. We're going to take. It'll probably be a break just because we have actual jobs we have to do where we have to travel, so we won't be around. Uh, but it's a little bit of dead time right now after the Super Bowl, and then we'll be back with combine stuff uh, and free agency and everything to keep you up to date throughout the uh, the off season. Uh, until and next as always, time, if yeah. Anybody wants to add, you know, one point three million to the Kickstarter? Yeah, <laughs> that'd be super helpful. Time. Or so, just yeah, tell your friends about it. That would be super yeah, helpful as well. That too. Yeah. All right. So until um, next time, small. may the ACLs be with you, and also with you.